I'm going to bet you have spent hours and hours on Instagram scrolling through and maybe even a bit jealous at times that other business owners seem to have it together when it comes to their social media presence. I'll definitely raise my hand on that one for sure. But today's guest is a top tier Instagram business coach and digital creator. Emmy Cornwell is a dear friend of mine who has helped countless business owners develop profitable digital strategies on Instagram. Not only is she so fun to talk to, but this girl knows knows her stuff, and is a force to be reckoned with in the digital space. So I want you to grab a pen and paper because this show is jam-packed full of the best Instagram tips and strategies. Even if you're new to the space or a veteran to Instagram, you're going to take a lot of notes today. Let's dive on in. Hey there, it's Heather Lyle, your marketing and messaging expert and host of the Money Making Marketing Show, where we talk about all things marketing, branding, communication strategies, PR, and let's be honest, we all need a little help with keeping our head out of the trash can in business too, right? So I bring over 20 years of leadership level experience in the corporate, small business, nonprofit, and government space to my clients. And I'm also a mom to three kids, a wife to a super busy and awesome husband. And I am that girl who is involved with a bajillion committees, organizations, and in the unpaid Uber driver for all of my kids' sporting events, which is why I love the fine wine. And I am a self-professed cheese snob as well, too. So this podcast will give you the strategies you need to make the money I know we all want to see with your marketing. How does that sound? I am so excited to be with you and share all the things. Now, let's get to it. All right, we are here today. I'm so excited to have a dear friend of mine, Emmy Cornwell. She is a top tier Instagram business coach and a digital creator. And oh my goodness, Emmy and I met each other oh, several months ago back in California, right? Over at Tiffany Carter's place for a mastermind. I remember that. Um, yeah, gosh, that was back in October. Was it October? Jeez, time flies. I swear, it feels like it was not October. <laughs> I feel that. I definitely feel that too. Yeah, it was October. Oh my Lord. But I met Emmy and oh my goodness, she has such incredible strategies to share social space in general, but specifically Instagram. That is her wheelhouse. That is where she's um, been building her business as well too. And you know, it's interesting. I think as business owners, we tend to feel as if we need to be on all the platforms doing all the things, right? (laughs) But truth, in order to not get the burnout and be effective, because, oh my gosh, doing all the things, it just feels like you're that hamster in the wheel, just going and going and going. And you're like, is anything really resonating? Is it is it landing with my perfect person? I, I tell my clients, it's like, you need to focus on just one platform, get really good at it, and then build your social media, uh, your social media presence out from there. But the key is you need to think about where your perfect client is hanging out the most. And for so many business owners, Instagram is that platform where their clients are hanging out the most. But the key to anything in business is consistency. So we're going to dive into what you should and shouldn't be focusing on with Instagram, whether you're a seasoned veteran on the platform or a newbie. But first, Emmy, I want you to tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and who you help. So good. Consistency. Consistency is queen is what I like to say. And that is so true. I actually just did a reel about consistency. And I think that is going to be a theme that we do talk about as this conversation 
progresses because it is a major theme of how I teach and train what I talk to with my private clients and what I will recommend for anyone, exactly like you said, whether they're new or seasoned to this platform, consistency will be something that we touch on. So I love that. And I'm so excited to be here because when you and I did meet, it was, well, we first actually met online. We did. We met and we did a strategy session together, a 60 minute strategy session, which um, those are one of the ways that you can work with me. Not I don't actually do as many of those anymore because we're really focusing as a whole a business on some other areas and serving people in other ways. And so it's fun to get on here and talk strategy with you because that's where we first met. Yes. But um, I'm just honored to be on here. And it's so cool to see the progress and where you have come in a very, very short time, Heather. So Everyone, wherever you're at right now, give Heather like a whoop, whoop, like raise the roof right now, because you want to learn from people who are, who are doing it. That's right. right. You don't want to learn from someone who's an old fuddy duddy. Um, You know, I am not, I'm not gender prejudiced. I don't even know if that, whatever that, but you don't want to listen to some old white dude in a suit with a too short tie and some penny loafers. Okay. Who's like dusty McGusty. No. No, you want to no. learn from someone that you can relate to and identify, which again is something we'll also talk to. So who am I? Who the heck am I? I am Hey Hey Emmy. You can find me at Hey Hey Emmy on Instagram. It is my jam. I do do I do do Facebook. I you know I you I am I'm, I've seen you on Facebook. I'm 38. I may dress like a, a Gen Zer, but I'm actually 38. I'm an elder millennial, and. I do help online business owners generate more leads and cash with using Instagram because what I have found in my own businesses, I've, I've had multiple businesses. I currently run two separate businesses. Instagram is the best place to build a lead gen of cold leads. Yeah. So whatever business you're in, whether you're real estate, a lender, an online digital creator, like me, a coach, a, whatever you're doing, network marketing, you need leads, right? Would you agree with that? Like leads oh, is like something 100%. that you're always wanting. Yeah. 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 We yeah. want to work and sell with people. So that's what I do. And I just do that on Instagram and I, I am on other platforms. I'm not actually on TikTok. So you can, you can make, you know, a significant page check everyone without being on TikTok. Thank you for that. I think we just needed <laughs> Because I can't even tell you how many people have said, oh my God, you need to be on TikTok, Heather. And I'm like, I don't really think that that is where my perfect client is hanging out. And I've got limited time and resources like we all do. And so I've got, you've got to be mindful as to where you're spending that time, right? And yeah, yeah, lead gen is the biggest thing. And, you know, Emmy and I were talking earlier and I consult with a lot of professional business owners, you know, lawyers, commercial mortgage brokers, real estate brokers, accountants, you name it. And, you know, really... It, it drives me nuts. I got a friend request. Uh, someone was following me on Instagram who, uh, when I get, went to go look at their profile, because I look at people, I I cull through my list of people who are following me. And if you do not make sense to follow me, then I will not follow you, and I will delete you as well too. And there was a there was somebody who messaged or uh, was following me who called themselves a, a digital an expert digital marketer. And when I clicked on clicked on their profile, of course, their profile wasn't optimized at all. I was like, so like, 
do you have a link tree, a website? What's going on with you? Right. And then they had, um, and I thought this was very telling. They had, I think it was 30 posts, maybe a total of 30 posts and had 15,000 followers. And I'm like, boom, no, (laughs) you you bought all those followers. I mean, come on now. That's like a huge red flag. Right. And I'm like, no. And so back to what Emmy was saying, it's just, you know, I use my social media. It's, I call it the digital business card. When you click, when you Google Heather Lyle, you're going to find a ton of content, whether you visit my LinkedIn page, my Instagram page, whether you, you know, click on my link tree to go to my website and all of the blog posts and everything. I mean, there's tons of content. And so you've got to be really mindful about who you consider to be the expert and go check them out because Instagram is a great way to go check out and see if people are truly legit, right? Too legit to quit, Heather. (laughs) Too legit. As my friend, good friend, MC Hammer would say. And part of that is when you're looking at these different people and you're actually thinking about your own business, your Instagram is built off of your personal brand. However, the content you create is not meant for you. You're not creating me content. You're not creating content that is self-serving. You're not creating content that is selfies and look at me in this outfit and look at me on this yacht and look at me in this beautiful home that Mm -hmm. I'm showing. And like, there, that is not real and it's not coming from a place of service. So although you so are the face of so the brand, although you need to show up because people buy from people they know, like, and trust. And if you're not showing your face and you're only showing graphics and data and things like that, there's no human connection, mm-hmm. right? It's still mm-hmm. not about you. Yeah. It's this really fine line. The content that you're creating really is meant to help your, I call ideal client, but that's the same what Heather calls perfect client to help your perfect client take one step closer to their goal, not your goal for them. That is so good. And I feel that is so missed on many, many different levels as well, too. Um, I can't even begin to tell that's free. I think that's freeing for people, right? Because yeah, you don't have to fake it. You don't have to have a perfect house. You don't have, that's the number one of the number one lies my private clients tell themselves is I'm not outgoing like you, Emmy. I don't have a Martha Stewart white picket fence house. I have, you know, all these things that we think we're supposed to have Uh to have the quote unquote perfect life because honestly, and as much as I love the Kardashians and I, I love a good celebrity watch, who are we comparing our lives to on social media? It's people who are, who have billions of dollars, who have billions of people on their staff who have all, (laughs) all these things that we don't have. And that's not real. And real is not perfect. And perfect doesn't sell. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's why I'm coming to you live from my closet with my, um, uh, my, my night stuff hanging up over here. It's like, this is the real deal people. I don't have a podcast studio. It's my closet, you know, but it's a, it's, it's very organized though. I wouldn't say it's, uh, I wouldn't find it on a home and gardens magazine, but I would say yeah. I wouldn't feel chaotic when I went into your closet. So thank it's, you. It's fairly well organized. It is. It is. Yeah. Well, Emmy, tell me this much for business owners, new to Instagram, new to social media, what are the top three tips that you would encourage them to focus on? Because let me tell you, it gets noisy out there in the social space and you've got everybody telling you all the things to do. Emmy is the expert 
you need to just stop and write this down in your notes on your phone or a pad or whatever like that. But what are the top three tips that you would tell a new person on Instagram, new business owner on Instagram? What would you tell them to do? Yeah. So I work with people mainly online. However, I have been going to a local co-working space where I work. Uh, that is a woman who owns it is a phenomenal businesswoman, and she owns multiple businesses. She opened up during COVID a local co-working space for women. It has been so good to go That's there awesome. personally for my mental health yeah, yeah, and get out of the house, but also develop relationships with other business owners. And a lot of people that that go to the co-working space are not online coaches like me. They're not mm-hmm. online creators. They're actually brick and mortar yes. or a lot of people, like you say, professional people that you work with. So mm-hmm. recently I've been doing work with real estate agents, Love it. with lenders, Love it. right? Some more of these kind of quote unquote professional type businesses. And the biggest thing that I encourage them to do from the beginning is to build a personal brand outside of their business. So for instance, yeah, say you're in reality. uh, So you're a realtor and maybe your brokerage is uh, the Oppenheim group. Just joking. But I do love a good social (laughs) selling, selling sunset. Um, Say it's Keller Williams. Okay. Who are you outside of Keller Williams? I, you know, Keller Williams may just that name and that brand recognition may get you in the door with someone, but I'm not buying a house with Keller Williams. I'm buying a house with Jane Doe. That's right. Right. Yep. So what is your personal brand that you're building outside of your business that you could essentially pivot at any time? Mm-hmm. Right. If you decide you want to go to another brokerage yeah. or you decide you don't yeah. want to even do real estate anymore, or yeah. maybe like the owner yeah. of this co-working space who used to be in realty, she went from being a realtor to then training other realtors to now she's not even in that space and she's doing wow. other things in business. Love it. She built a personal brand yeah. first. Yeah. So that would yeah. be my number one tip is how are you showing up in who you are as your true identity, not grabbing a hold of just the identity that's given for you because you're associated with a company. Right. Oh, that is so good. That is so good because you're right. I think people use, I see this all the time. I know you do too. Um, but you know, a lot of the lawyers that I've worked with, you know, you look at their, their feeds and what they post stories about and it's all law focused, which granted, yes, absolutely. You have to have a mix of all of that in there, but I'm like, I don't know how you're different than anybody else out there. I don't know your personality. I don't know if we would be a good fit. You know, I don't know. You have to show people that outside of whomever it is that you represent, you know, the firm or the brokerage house or whatever like that. Right. Yeah. So that goes to my next tip of, of people need to know the person behind the brand in the business, mm-hmm. because I'm not going to, if I am, I mean, I was just talking to a realtor and a lender myself because we're looking at keeping our primary residence as a rental and then purchasing a a second primary residence, or it would be, I don't know the lingo. I'm not in that world, but anyways, I'm that's a, that's going to be a big purchase. There's going to be a huge money transfer between businesses. And I'm all for that. I, I believe in the transfer of money, the energetics behind it. Money should be flowing. Money shouldn't stay stagnant. It's not meant to. Right. But listen, I'm not going to just pick someone in the phone book if they even have those yeah. 
I want to know that the person I'm working with, I like, I, I, so I know them, mm-hmm. I like them and I trust them yeah, and that they are a good person. I don't, you know, right. they don't need to give me their like X's and O's of how they're going to spend their 20,000, whatever commission. But if I can get a feel of who they are from their social media, mm-hmm. because Instagram right now is a mini search engine. Yeah. Okay. Heather just had amazing branding photos. I don't know where you found that person, but I know when I'm going to get photography, I look on Instagram. I don't go search on Google. I search, you know, my city and then photographer. Mm -hmm. So I want to know that that is person is a good person and they're going to do good things with that money because I believe when good people make good money, they do great things. And I personally want to participate in that energetically in this earth. So what, so if I don't know you, if you're just posting a bunch of graphics or just posting this very stagnant, blah, sterile content that yeah. you think people want to see, no, people want to see you. They do. So that leads me to my third point. And how are you using video? Because video is video. Consistency is queen. Well, video is king, baby girl. And yeah. sir, whoever's, <laughs> whoever's listening to this. <laughs> video baby whatever it is baby whatever yes yes it's video and and there are so many different stats that show i think it's one in four people purchase something a product or service after seeing an instagram story wow so when we're talking about video specifically right that one in four that's 25 percent. that's a great conversion that's that's a good batting average wow yeah, I think Babe Ruth would want that batting average. Okay. <laughs> so you may not hit a home run every time, but what you're doing is you're building on the compound effect. So yes. that consistency that we talked about, you need to show up in whatever is consistent for you. You can't post or talk, you know, do something on Instagram one day, one week, and then the next week post four times because you're not creating dependability with the algorithm. And you're not creating dependability with your prospect, with your current clients, the people who are following you. Mm-hmm. And you know what emotion is tied to dependability? What? Trust. Oh my God. Of course. Yeah. Duh. Wow. Trust. So video is the quickest way to shorten that no like trust factor. And it's the best way also to give people a taste of what it would be like to interact with you, Absolutely. what it would be like for them to lead you, yeah. what it would be like for them to teach and train. You're giving them a taste of, of, what your expertise. Like. Yes, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. You know, what do you tell people? Cause this is something that I hear a lot about as well too. And I'm sure you do too, but so many, and I'm going to say more women than men, cause it just feels like more women complain about this to me than anything. Oh, Heather. I can't get on video right now. Oh my God, I got to lose 10 pounds first. Oh, what am I going to say? Like, why would anybody really want to listen to me in the first place? I mean, I'm not that interesting. Talk to me about yeah. that. Also add that to the list of things that people come to me with of limiting beliefs as yes. to why they can't X, Y, and Z. And you know what my power statement is? And I like to tell them, do you want to make money or do you want to make excuses? <laughs> you- Boom, chakalaka. There you go. Because Yeah. Cause let me give you some reality, right? I'm 215 pounds right now. And two years ago I was 180. I have hormonal cystic acne. 
two years ago. And for previously, I didn't have that. Hmm. I have lost over three fourths of my hair. And two years ago, I was the girl people asked if I had extensions. Oh, wow. So this, this last three years, like give, give yourself, first of all, credit for making it through. Uh, like we have had a hell yeah. of a last three years, a hell okay? of a roller coaster ride. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So I have had, I, you know, outside of what we were experiencing together in the human experience of the pandemic, you know, I experienced a very, and all miscarriages are tragic, but I experienced a very tragic, heavy, painful, just all the bad, like the worst day of my life. And that just doesn't go away in a, in a 24 hour period once you leave urgent care and emergency room. Right. So if I was to use that excuse, because that's why that's one of the reasons why I'm overweight. My I have no clue what's going on with my body. Oh, and I got COVID. Right. Yeah. So I can, I would not be sitting here with Heather today. This is the reality, right? I would not be sitting here today. If I said I'm overweight. I'm not pretty enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not X. What mm-hmm. you insert, whatever it is. Listen, yeah. my business requires me to show up. Your business requires you to show up. Yep. Now I am online every day. And so maybe that's a little bit heightened more than, than you are identifying in your own business. But could you imagine? I wouldn't, I wouldn't have food on the table. I wouldn't have yeah. a roof over my head. Yeah. This yeah. is my live. This is my living. This is how I live. This is my right. income. Right. So I can either listen to the enemy yeah, and believe those things, or I can walk in my true identity and know who I am and whose I am. And if I don't open up my mouth, I'm actually doing my ideal client a disservice. Yep. 100%. So suck it up and get on video. <laughs> I don't care what you're, we all have insecurities. I don't like my body. I don't like any of those things I listed to you right now, but you yeah. know what? I'm in action. I have a plan and I'm documenting it on stories because yep. it's relatable. Absolutely. And when people relate to you, they give you their dollars. So if yep. you want to make that money, honey, you need to be relatable and all your insecurities and all your experiences that you're doing right now that you are trying to hide. That is actually what people are going to identify with. So you need to start showing it. Yeah. hundred percent. Oh my gosh. That was pure gold right there. You just have to be you. And I, I feel like there is such a resistance to that because of what other people might think or what other people might say, or I don't like the way that I look or whatever like that. And you're just, you're, you're not showing up for the people who need you the most when you, when you come to the table with that type of scarcity mindset. And so I'm just, thank you so much for saying that. And I just, I love you for sharing your story as well too. Thank you. I want to know Also, for business owners who've been doing all of the things, who may have been on Instagram and have now developed a TikTok presence or now, you know, doing Facebook groups or whatever their their thing is, um, they're in growth mode. How should they best streamline? Because again, I think it gets just because you uplevel your business, you uplevel problems that come with that as well, too, right? And so when you're in growth mode and you're, you know, looking at expanding to different platforms and that kind of thing, maybe even hiring a team to help you with that. um, How, how should they best streamline? How should they bet? How should they keep their focus? You know, I tell my clients a lot, what is the one result that you're looking to achieve? And if you're looking at adding in another platform or another thing, does it, is it in alignment with that one result? That's what I say. But again, you're the social media queen and 
And I'm curious your thoughts on how you would tell that seasoned person who's been on Instagram for a while, what do they need to be thinking about when they're in growth mode? Totally. And I agree with you. I think, so I always talk about building your big two first. So whatever your big two are. So for me, it's Facebook and Instagram right now, before you move on to whatever the third way that you're communicating and growing, you need to have the first two down and master those two before you move on. So for me, I decided to build a presence with email marketing as my third thing. So I did Facebook, Facebook first, right? That was my warm market. Instagram cold market outside of social selling. So I probably would say 90% of everything that I sell, whether it's a product and affiliate marketing, which is a very, it's one of my top income streams, or if it's my coaching business and it's a, you know, group coaching or one-on-one private, I sell any, any of those products, if you will, or services socially about 90% of the time. Okay. Now with that being said, Email marketing is still the most viable way to convert, convert people into customers and clients. Mm -hmm. So I chose to go that route and we have been doing, I it's called the Instagram insider scoop. So you can actually go to cash in on the gram.com forward slash scoop. And that is my weekly platform for literally to give, give you exclusive Instagram content. It's not posted on my feed anywhere. It's not on my podcast. It's delivered Beautiful. to Beautiful. the scoop community first. I love it. I'm okay. I'm on the scoop community. So everybody needs to sign up and be on the scoop community for sure. Yes. I'll send you the link and, and, but yeah. you can go there now, or maybe Heather will put it in the show, link, show notes, but, yeah. um, so those are my three first. Now, eventually I will be on TikTok and then Pinterest. Right. But, I my fourth was my podcast. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you have to think outside of just social media. Social media is just one source of lead gen. Uh-huh. Now for me, it's my biggest source of lead gen, but it's only one source of that. So my fourth was a podcast, the Hey, Hey, Emmy show. Now next will be TikTok. but here's what you need to know is you do. I believe once you get to this point, you've mastered some things you do need to outsource and you don't need to be making millions of dollars to outsource. You, you, you need know. to get some virtual assistance. You need to get some items off your list so that you can stay in your zone of genius. I offloaded my Canva graphics a while ago. Um, Can I do them? Yes. Could you do some of these things that you're thinking of offloading? Make a list, by the way, of things you hate doing. Yeah, you probably could do them, but you could be utilizing your time and maximizing that a little bit better if you stay in your zone of genius. Oh, I love that. that That would be my first thing is like, where can you outsource some things? Yeah. And then- And then where can you grow a community? Because you are nothing without a community. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Think about, yeah. Think about all these, uh, music artists. Okay. Like Beyonce, she has the beehive. Okay. Lady Gaga has the little monsters, Mm -hmm. right? All these different big names have communities that identify um, my first ever business coach was Angie Lee. She calls her community, the baby grandmas. So w- you need to develop a community if you want to grow to the next level, not to just start, but we're talking to the veterans here. And so right. if you want to expand and scale your business, you are going to have to do it with other, you cannot do it alone. And oh you're going to need your, your super, yeah, your super fans, your raving fans, the people who are your ride or dies, people who are bought into your vision and mission. And they're, they're going on that rocket ship with you. 
Yeah, absolutely. Oh gosh, that was so good. And I really loved what you said. I absolutely couldn't agree more about building community is for those in growth mode, that needs to be a shining star for you. I also really love how, you know, it's not just about being on all the social media platforms. It's about podcasting. It's about email marketing, love email marketing. And, you know, it's so funny. I was meeting with my marketing person today and we were talking about email marketing. It's like, okay, I need to, I need to really focus more on growing my list. I've had, I've got a good list, but it needs to be a heck of a lot bigger. And, and I've got so much value that I'm putting out there. I just, I need to have a good email marketing strategy. So we're in the process of doing that right now. So it doesn't have to be, if your perfect person isn't on TikTok, then maybe you need to develop that email marketing strategy that's going to work for you. It doesn't have to be all social focused. It can be what Emmy was talking about, you know, adding in the podcast, adding in the email marketing, thinking about community and building community and what that might look like for you as well, too. So good. Um, I want to talk quick. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and then when you get to a certain point, you can, and I think this is where you're going to go, then you can outsource some of these things. So for instance, Do I think people are missing the boat if they're on TikTok, me included? Yes. That's why I have in my quarterly plans to start that in quarter three, because I think we probably have about one more year left of this second wave of TikTok where people need to join. But think about a company like a men's suit company or something like that you wouldn't think of using social media. They still need to be on TikTok. So where are they going to generate that content? Yeah. Yeah. Where Because so your business, once you get to a certain level, you, okay, I'm good here. I've mastered these two. Okay. I've added email marketing. I have a searchable. The reason why I chose podcasting over YouTubing, those are two of the ones that you kind of want to, do you either want to video yourself or do you want to talk? Right. Okay, I chose podcasting, but that's SEO. Pinterest is another SEO format. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you outsource some of these other things. So you're still on these platforms, but you have a team now you have your budget is bigger, but you have to start somewhere. You do. So, so user generated content is really becoming a wave of the future in regards to what we're going to see on social media platforms, because TikTok alone, it's all, isn't all about TikTok, but TikTok alone, you need to post at least three TikToks a day to be successful. And you need to do that consistency. Yeah. It's nuts. Wow. Okay. So let's dive into user-generated content really quick, because I'd love to hear more about that. um, Because I think some people who are listening to this podcast probably don't even know what that means. So give us a quick definition as to what user-generated... I mean, I, I, I feel like we know what it means, but describe what it means and what it actually looks like, um, you know, on these various platforms. So traditionally, what we think about when we're talking about how companies or businesses are using their marketing dollars and trying to leverage other people to grow their network, we think about influencers, we think about bloggers, we think about paying, you know, micro influencers even are actually better because you have to look at engagement rate. And just because someone has 10,000 followers does not mean they actually have a great engagement rate. Now, if you look at my account, that is, that is not the case. I have 10, over 10,000 followers and a very, very high engagement rate. So brands and businesses want to work with people like me. However, the wave is moving away from what we know as kind of traditional influencer marketing, where a brand pays someone and they have to share on their stories. They have to share on their feed. So a brand would say, Hey, you know, Hey, Heather, uh, I love what you're doing. I feel like you have an engaged audience. You have this product. I think it would be helpful for your 
for your network to see it. Uh, we'll pay you $500 for one reel and five stories. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. you can always yeah. negotiate. Yeah. You can always negotiate. That's how we know right now. So what Heather would have to do is she would have to create content as the content creator. Cause we're all, if we're on social media and we're a business, we're at some level of content creator. Right. And, right. and so she would have to post that on her feed and do the stories, but user generated content that says, Hey, Heather, I love how you, you know, share your life and you'll use this, these, you know, you wear these certain pants all the time. I would love for you to actually take content of, you know, take video content or take reels or take whatever the, the format that they're wanting. And you just send that to us. And we then post that on our feed. We don't tag you. We don't, but we pay for usage. Yeah. So if they're going to use it for an X amount of time, you get as the creator, get paid for that. So what's really cool about this is you don't have to incorporate it into your own content strategy, which I think is the hardest thing to do is, and I have to do this with my nails. I have to post every month about my nails. I'm like, oh man, my nails are not my niche as an Instagram biz expert. How am I going to tie this in? (laughs) So user-generated content is you still are getting paid to create the content. And then you offload it and they get to do whatever they want based off the contract and arrangements that you've come up with them. It is a very lucrative, both from the creator side and it's so smart on the business side because they could pay you way less than they would pay Kim Kardashian. Uh And people don't want to look at, I mean, I love, I do love the Kardashians, but people for the most part, don't, they're not looking towards celebrities anymore. They're looking towards real people like you and I. Yep. Yeah. And I love that because that's, I don't know. I just, I, I love how we're moving more towards in a, in a way that just feels more genuine, authentic, instead of this glossed over version of what, you know, the world wants us aspire us to be, so to speak, you know, it's like, okay, now this is the real, this is the raw, this is where we are. <laughs> and let's produce content that matches people where they are. Uh, to me, that Absolutely. makes so much sense. So anyway, Absolutely. anyway, Emmy, we need to wrap this up. So thank you so much for joining me today. Oh my gosh, this has just been so full of gold. And I know that our listeners got so much out of this, but I want you to tell us, our listeners, how can they learn more about you? Where can they find you? Obviously on Instagram, be sure to tell us your Instagram handle again. I'll have it in the show notes, but tell us about your podcast as well too, and what people can learn from you on the podcast. Yes. I absolutely love hanging out on Instagram. Okay. So that's at Hey, Hey, Emmy, H-E-Y-H-E-Y-E-M-M-Y. You will find me on Instagram stories. I believe that Instagram stories is the best place to sell, but also the best place to nurture intimacy with your ideal client. So that's where you'll see me hanging out. I am exactly like I am in person as I am online. Heather can attest to that. I can absolutely attest to that. Yes, very much so. Yes. And I love that. Yes, we need more of that. And so you are going to not only be entertained, but you will learn more about what you should be doing with your Instagram. I very much teach an edutainment type of style, Mm -hmm. a binge-worthy type of content. So not only are you yourself going to be entertained, but you're also going to learn the things that you can put into action today in your business. I call those, I call those money hits. And we talk about the money hits as well on my podcast. It's called the Hey, Hey, Emmy show, all things, Proverbs 31 to Tupac. Here's why I started the podcast because I needed a place to share. Like I shared earlier here. 
yeah. right? I needed a platform where I could have a little bit more than 15 second chunks to yes. 60 second chunks yes. for reels. Yep. Because ultimately at the end of the day, my mission is to help women unlock their true identities and an Instagram biz expert, a digital creator, a social selling coach that I am. That's just, that's just the foot in the door for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that is the, the part that allows me to get into people's lives yeah. and having a podcast yeah. is one of the coolest ways, not only to, for me to share my story, but just like Heather's doing is to invite other people who are experts in their space, who have, who have things to add to this world. And I knew that podcasting, it was a non-negotiable. And so it's been so fun. You get business, you get Instagram tips and tricks, health hacks. We talk about relationships. You definitely will hear me talk about Jesus, my faith, and how I would not be here if it wasn't for Christ. All right. Like I, I could be so many other places. Uh, if you want the juiciness, you just listen to the one minute trailer of what the podcast is and the first line will just keep you hooked. So no, your podcast is on my regular lineup and I, I love freaking every episode and it's just, and there's only so many people that I actually, you know, I have, I subscribe to because I just, I want it to be. Um, I, I want it to resonate with me and your content absolutely does. So I 1000% know that anyone who's listening to me needs to be listening to you as well too. So I am so freaking grateful for you joining me here today. And until next time, we shall, we shall speak again soon. Love you. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Heather underscore Lyle. That is spelled L-I-S as in Sam L-E. And if you like this show, I'd love for you to give me a five-star review on Apple. Just go to the show on your podcast lineup and give me a five-star review there. Until next time, I'm wishing you a great week and may your marketing make you lots of money.